Hi, I'm Margaret Cho. You're listening to the Monsters of Talk. I'm here with my co-host. Hi, I'm Jim Short. Um, we had the greatest time at the Merge 25th anniversary party weekend concert. It was phenomenal. We went to Carborough. We um, got to see amazing performances, and we got to hang out with our old friends, um, Jason Nardesi and John Worcester, from many bands, not only Superchunk, but Bob Mould's band, and also Split Single. Um, they're awesome. And those, those guys are in every, every band. They're in so many bands. I don't even know how they so keep, many bands. keep it together, like who they're playing with. I know, and it's funny because it's like, the, the, uh, uh, the fact that they're just like in every band is so cool because you know, we actually see them and we see them more often than we see anybody else. We see I, them so much. I they, think they're so. not only the hardest working musicians. I think they're the only working musicians. <laughs> they work so in much. The country. They do, but that's just great. But but that just shows you how much how great they are. Yeah. Because everybody wants them to come play with them it's as well. So good. That's so good. And I'm hoping actually when I go and I do my special in New York City, which I'll be doing later this year, I'm hoping that when I have a band at the end, I'm hoping that I'll bring John and Jason on for my band. So we'll see. Um, It's going to be a struggle just to book it because they are in so many bands. So everybody wants them, but I want them too. Mm -hmm. Um, So first, uh, we talked to Jason a little bit. and we were uh, speaking with him, and we we're just outside of, I think, the bar that the party for the Merge 25 event was at. Um, so we'll have a little conversation with him. Well, a little after party. We, we dragged Jason out on the street and mm-hmm. talked to him about, uh, uh, and he told us a, a lot of stuff. But one thing I want to ask you about, because you, the, there's a couple of themes in this whole episode mm-hmm. that come up back and forth between uh, Jason and John. But um, one of your themes is pillows. I want to make pillows of Jason and John because they are the most um, comforting people to be on stage with. If you're in a band, it's it's kind of scary because it's like, for me, like as a singer, I'm always worried that I'm going to forget the lyrics or I'm going to sing it wrong or it's going to sound bad or whatever. And to have a band behind you who is so supportive and so comforting, such as John and Jason, I feel like it's like, they're like pillows. So what I wanted to do was create pillows of them to put on my bed so I could be supported on my bed by them as I am supported on stage by them. (laughs) So I wanted to uh, make a long pillow for um, John Worcester, something that I could swing my leg around. Um, so it would be about his size. He's a very mm-hmm. tall man. And then um, also kind of um, maybe more of a bolster pillow of a, of a, of a Jason Nardesi. But um, I, I wanted to explain to them about the idea. And they're, they're, these are such cool guys that they, it doesn't even phase them that they're getting pillows made of themselves. No. Well, they're, they're, they, they, roll, they can roll with anything. Yeah. They can roll with any bat. You can throw them any song and they'll jump in. They'll know it. And you can throw them any pillow idea and they're yeah. on top of it. They're on top of it. They're, they're so on top of it and so cool. So um, let's talk to Jason about it first. We got our good friend Jason Nardesi here from many bands, split single band, Bob Mould band, Super Chunk, for Bo. Oh, you're going old school. I'm going, I'm going back. You're going back. You are, you are chair side man. Are you, I wish that you were uh, with us today because so many times you came up in conversation Aww. and people adore you. And Laura was just so relieved when you yeah. were able to step in and take over for her and Super Chunk. Yeah. And we were just over the moon about the what, what the way that you've taken that. It's been a great journey for you and for her. Yeah. So that was really, really great. But we were just talking about all about you and how wonderful you are. And I was saying I wanna have well first I wanna make a John Worcester long pillow. Like a long, long pillow like a like a cylindrical, like a tube that you could put his face on one end and it would be in a long black tube and then you could throw your leg over it. You're on to something there. Yeah. I'm I'm the fortunate guy that doesn't need the pillow. I actually put my leg over John every night when we're on tour. <laughs> Is this thing on? Are we, are we recording? It's, hang on, hang on. We'll, yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll edit that when bit you get, Yeah, when you guys start, I'll tell, you know, I'll edit, I'll, I'll keep it PG, but... Um, but uh, now I also... He doesn't know that either. No. But yeah. I, d- I do put my leg over. Well, good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Just slip into that bunk on the on the on the bus, right? <laughs> okay. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you a story, yeah. and you might have to edit this out because okay. I'm a little drunk right now. Okay. Uh, John and I were in Australia, and we did room together this one night, and 
I woke up in the morning. We both woke up and we just sort of like, hey, how you doing? Hey. I was like, John, you were clapping in your sleep last night. And he goes, I know. And I said, it woke you up too? And he goes, no, you were snoring. So I was clapping to get you to stop snoring. <laughs> Sorry. That's almost like I, I'm not fired. I quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't you wake didn't up. I was trying to get you to wake up. <laughs> Your clapping woke you up too. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Anyways, every great story starts with we were in Australia sharing a room. Yes. <laughs> well, the great thing about the relationship with John and I is that, you know, we have done so many musical projects. We mm-hmm. first met. We first met right here, actually. Oh wow! I was on tour with Bob Mould in 2005. Brendan Canty from Fugazi was the drummer. Have an extra spare dollar on you. Sorry, no, sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay, thank you. Where's the Wendy's? Do you know? I don't know where the Wendy's is. The Wendy's? Mm-hmm. The Wendy's? Yeah, I don't know. The Wendy's, don't know, the no. restaurant? Yeah, like the restaurant. I'm not the Wendy's is down that way a little bit. Oh, awesome. So glad he took over. I know. That was uh, that was a that was a, uh, a cameo from somebody who needed a dollar. Well, just and directions to Wendy's. By her collegiate clothes, I think she really needed a dollar. Yeah, she. Yeah. She. I mean, that's the beauty of North Carolina. Even the homeless people look like uh, sorority girls. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could show you what she looked like, but I'm not giving a dollar to her no, no. because she doesn't deserve it. When you're wearing nicer shoes than me, you don't get a dollar. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, I, I forget where we were. We were in. Uh, well, anyway, um, you and I talked briefly about it inside, but Bob Mould told us that you're like his um, lifeline to the world as far as what's happening uh, in, in uh, music news and stuff like that, keeping him oh. up on social media and oh. everything like that, uh, talking about Gene Simmons, yeah. and we, then we talked to Bob about Morrissey, but I think Morrissey came up because you had posted about touring with Morrissey yeah. many, many years ago. Yeah, I had a band, Verbo, that Margaret yes. was nice enough to remember. Um, that toured the Midwest with Morrissey in 2000. And it was just, it's a, this is actually a good story. So the promoter in Chicago... Yeah, m- him and Morrissey are in a hotel room in, yeah. in Australia. <laughs> yeah. Morrissey's clapping. Yes. Mm-hmm. My shirt is off. Um, the promoter in Chicago, the best promoter in Chicago is Jam Productions. They've been around forever. And they called me and they said, hey, can you open up for Morrissey at the Chicago Theater, which Margaret has played before. And, uh, and this was two days before the show. Oh, wow. And I was like, the Smiths are a huge band in my life. I would love to open up for Morrissey. Mm-hmm. We will do it. It's the day before my birthday. We're there. Count us in. So we do the show. It goes great. Sold out. 3,000 people. And uh, we do our set. We're upstairs in our dressing room, and our, our tour manager is with us. And at the time, like, Verbo is a very, was a very clean band. We didn't even really drink that much, didn't smoke weed, didn't do any drugs. And their crew came up to our dressing room and said, So, we need to score some coke. Do you know where we can score some coke? Because the, the crew has the day off tomorrow in Chicago. And, and we're just sort of like, I don't know. And there's this awkward five-second pause, and our tour manager said, Follow me. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, we got another two weeks with Morrissey. Oh, wow. Isn't that weird that did your like tour starting manager... starting the next day. Oh, really? Yeah. We did must, that must have been some good blow. It was great. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Or so I've read. Um, so. Well, it is the Windy City, so the blow is always good in Chicago. Blowing and winding. That did, was it from, for, from Mosa? Well, we're not even going to speculate no, no, on no, that. No, no, you know. It was the crew. The crew it was for the crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but anyways, yeah, so Morrissey, now to come back full circle, Morrissey canceled all these shows, and I hope he's okay. I mean, it feels to me like something else is going on that we don't know about because it just feels like this weird curtain that no one can see behind but yeah. um, because he cancelled these shows my band Split Single is doing this Lollapalooza after show on Friday and I'm using Morrissey's drummer oh, good. <laughs> Matt Walker oh, good. I mean I'm not using him he's in your band but I asked if he was available and he's yeah. going to do the show that's, oh, that's great it's really cool that's yeah. great that's good so thank you, Morrissey. Yes. Yes. Again. Yeah. <laughs> One man's. I've never met him. I've toured with him, and I've never met him. Yeah, that is. I mean, you posted that he didn't even speak to you, but then he I don't even, expect him to. He never even sound checked. What he would do? Really? No, the band would sound check. No vocals. We would sound check, do our show, and then we'd get our equipment off the stage, and then we weren't allowed on the stage mm. anywhere near the stage, mm. and. 
a car would pull up and he'd walk the band had already started playing and he walks on stage picks up the mic sings does the show puts the mic down the band is still playing he's in the car on the way to the hotel like there's never time that he's at the venue and his band isn't playing really it's just that scene at that time I don't know how he does it now but that's how he did it it's just, no, now it's an ambulance Right. Well, I hope he's okay. I mean, that's the thing. Is like, well, we we were talking. I kind of mentioned it to you, but Margaret uh, was telling me a story about his other. Because his, what what, do you want to just recap that? Well, um, about the the current opener that he. Oh, the current opener he fired or she quit. Whatever he said that she gave her uh, gave him a cold when she had allergies. It wasn't a cold, and but she gets fired a lot because she was also fired from the last tour that he went on because. He um, he got mad because she said that uh, he ate her pussy, and she was fired <laughs> immediately and replaced. That, that is grounds that. for dismissal <laughs> on the Morrissey tour. It was immediate. Every it was other tour, it's fine. <laughs> this was wasn't her boyfriend Tony Visconti. I don't he know. Oh really? Tony Visconti, like the producer of the yeah. Bowie records yeah. from the seventies. I think he. I think they're together, and there's so this. I think they were all cool together, but then when that happened, like Tony even got on the social media. Like a lot of people got involved, a lot of people, a lot of hurt feelings. So it's, yeah, it's just unfortunate. Morrissey did make a big, a big yeah. like he made statements that she gave me this cold, which is odd. That's just odd. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a smokescreen. It feels like it. Like just well, but you know, but you know, but I don't know how he came. I don't know how she got back on the tour from the he ate my pussy thing. That is. That well, is huge that forgiveness. Be, that might be a forgivable offense, you know. You might. <laughs> I just. I you don't. might just turn the other cheek on that one. Yeah. I don't know. So to speak. <laughs> it feels like he like it's getting dangerously close to people not buying tickets anymore, though, because this is the fourth tour he's canceled. Because it's not worth the hassle. Well, he promoters he even offer anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah, I wonder. Yeah, because he played in L.A. and I kind of saw that the dates were going to happen, and I didn't worry about it again because I thought. Um, why? Yeah, why should I buy a ticket that's not going to happen? And then it did happen, and it was him and Tom Jones, right. who did not eat his pussy. No, 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 he did not. But did he eat Kristen's pussy? Maybe, maybe Tom Jones did, but no one, even Tom Jones, will tell you that <laughs> proudly. Who knows? Let me tell you what happened on <laughs> yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His shirt is off. Morrissey was in the room doing some blow, so I said, "Love, quickly in the back, drop your trousers." It's Tom Jones. Well, we just wanted to we just wanted to catch up with you because we Great missed you. To see you guys. We yeah. missed you. Thank you for singing with us tonight. I was like the dream of my life. You guys clearly worked out the vocal parts. That was cool. Yes. I felt bad that you had to use my mic because my bass amp is so loud behind you, but you still did great. Thank you. Well, I had a great time. It's you guys have such a powerful energy on stage. It's so fun to watch and be a part of because it's just electric and you're just moving all around and it, you're so happy and it's yeah, I, I, I seriously, that's my favorite part of See a Little Light. Oh, no! <laughs> it's so rad. It's so rad. It's the best. Now I have to watch that again. It's the best because it's just I'm going to have like, to temper that performance. No, no, it's future. so cool. It's so cool because it's perfect. But it's, uh, they captured it and it was so like, it was so perfect because I, I kept watching it and I kept noticing it every time. And so now oh, that part I won't forget. No, never. that's on, that's on the Letterman performance, right? Yes, it's so good. And what's great is that you guys all look like you're having such a good time. It was good, yeah. You know, like he is beaming, you know, and and John is there. And he's so it it's just so you guys are so beautiful, and um, it was just a, it's exciting to watch today because just kids and everybody they're like so blown away by it. It was beautiful. It was, it was a great festival. So much fun. Yeah. And it's really one that, that we, it's very important, you know, it's like, this is family. Yeah. You know these guys, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're family, so, gotta be here. Awesome. Really special. So, thank you. Great to see you guys. Great to see you. Awesome. So, we spoke to Jason about the pillows and about all sorts of other things, and then, um, you know, we wanted to get uh, John's take on all of this, too. So, here is uh, the wonderful John Worcester. We're here in uh, Carborough still. We're about to leave, but uh, we want to get a little bit of a follow-up comeback from John Worcester. We are here um, with our friend John Worcester, and so Jason uh, said that you guys were, spare, uh, were sharing a hotel room, and that he said that in the middle of the night you clapped. You were clapping, and then... <laughs> you were in Sydney. 
I think it happens more often than I think it's happened several times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he just doesn't. He just doesn't know it. Yeah. Yes. He 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 snores sometimes. It's not bad. Uh-huh. But, but there there are sometimes when I will be awoken by uh-huh. a sound or something. Sometimes it's it's his snoring, mm-hmm. and in order for him to stop snoring, I will clap loud, <laughs> and it works. And. <laughs> I think there, there was the one time he had the memory of it, though. Like, did you clap in the middle of the night? Uh-huh. Or, or maybe he thought I was, I was sleep clapping uh-huh. or something. Well, that's what he that's seemed what to think. Yeah, that you, you had some kind of, like, you were maybe in a dream or a oh. trance or an ambient state right. where you were applauding. No, oh, no. But you were really just trying to get him to stop. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I've done it since. He's, he, he maybe just doesn't know it, though. That's yeah, because usually, usually uh, I think <laughs> you, well, when you do sleep in a room with somebody that you usually like, well, i got to kind of slightly wake them up. Yeah. But also not let them know what happens. So exactly. You've, you've obviously been very good at it. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that, uh, that's so funny because he was like, oh, wait, is he clapping in his sleep? Like, that's how much of a drummer you are. Oh. Is that you're still <laughs> no. keeping time... <laughs> I, this reminds me of a great dream I had, though. Yes. Um, I play uh, actually where I first played with Jason was was in the Robert Pollard band from Guided by Voices, his mm-hmm. solo band. Mm-hmm. And right before that happened, that band came together. I had a dream that I was playing with Guided by Voices, and it was going to be my first show with them. And um, they gave me the set list, and it had like sixty songs on it. And I realized I knew like fifteen of them. Mm-hmm. And I said. I only know like 15 of these songs. And Bob Pollard just goes, oh, just clap on the others. Just, just like clap through them. Like no drums or anything, just clap. So that's, that's cool. my clap dream. <laughs> and how, how many did you end up clapping on? Thankfully, like all those dreams, I woke up before the show happened. Oh, it was a dream. It was, <laughs> it was a dream. dream. It was a dream. dream. Yes. I forgot that part. <laughs> yeah. That's, we were talking right before we started uh, recording about how bad my memory is. And I, and I forgot that integral part that's of the story. Right. It's all right. <laughs> Maybe that's the dream you were having. Maybe this is a dream. When Jason and you were in the hotel room in Sydney. Could be. Yeah. A clapping dream. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, see, I think snoring, um, it, it freaks me out. I always have like earplugs in because I can hear snoring from the other rooms yeah I can hear stuff that happens in other rooms or in the hallway mm-hmm. and stuff or even last night here there's like a lot of people walking up and down the hallway um like till pretty late because I think people are partying and stuff so I have to have like pretty t- t- intense earplugs and I take it personally when I'm woken by a snorer or, yeah. or a sound and then it mm. keeps going on and then I can't sleep it's like oh you're sleeping yeah and I'm Sitting yeah. here, yeah. You're you're getting the thing, the thing that I want. You're having, and you're it's preventing me from getting the same thing. Right. I had that. I think in Boston, uh, somebody in the next room. But you got to think when somebody's snoring, either the walls are way thin, or how can you be snoring that loud that I can hear it in this room? No, I don't know how that works. I don't know how people stay married when there's that's the situation. Mm-hmm. That is a big issue, right? Mm-hmm. That's like sleep apnea stuff when it's like really loud. Then it's like they could die while they're mm-hmm. sleeping because you know, they can't breathe. Well, that's what you wish sometimes. <laughs> yeah, would that be such a bad thing? No, not really. <laughs> not at all. But, um, yeah, you, you and uh, Jason are my dream band. I feel like you guys are so busy, but I feel like I want to start a band because I, I really feel it's time for me to just have a separate entity and have a band and then just have my comedy and the two separate tracks. Right. And then, so I wanted, um, but you're so busy It'd well, be hard. No, we can do it. And then we'll just have to get the show on the road. Ah, see, that's <laughs> see, why the perfect it's, band. It's already rolling. It's already rolling. Yeah. And then I can have like the long um, John Worcester pillow that I could throw my leg around and then um, have a small Jason mm-hmm. pillow, like a, like, a, you know, like a hip pillow mm-hmm. or like an armrest <laughs> pillow. He's more of a bolster, and like the John is like the long, like cylindrical pillow. Because you really want a John, <laughs> a John pillow. Well, I I talked to John about this, and it's like you're so calming, and your presence is so um, consistent that whenever I see you, I talk to you, and in any format, whether it's like um, Facebook or Twitter or in person, you're always exactly the same person, you know. And th- oh. that consistency is very difficult in human in life. That's very rare. You're like one of the, you and Jason both are the same. Like, so you, you both have a kind of very 
even equilibrium where you there's no surprises when you see them. You know, it's like you guys are the same. So I think that would be a really calming influence if you're in a band. Yeah. Because yeah. you could just, you know, it's like having pillows, but they are rhythm section. I like this pillow idea, though. I like to market. It's really good if you could have a John Worcester. Like, I have... This nice photograph of you that I took at Conan is just of your face and it's kind of on the side. So it's going to be like a pillow, it'll be like kind of looking side. So it won't be like full on, it'll be the side. So it'll be like you can like lay down next to it. So the pillow is always going to look like you're on your side. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's going to be really nice. And I'm really into it. No, I'm, I'm like super serious seamstress. Like, you know, that's really sounds weird, but I. I've already picked out um, the batting that I'm going to use. Okay. To, <laughs> it's going to be organic cotton, and right. it's going to be really um, a really nice pillow. I'll make you one also. How, how big is this? I'm 6'2". It'll would... be 6'2". It'll oh, be wow. exactly your size. Oh, my God. Okay. It'll, be, it'll probably be um, exactly your size, but maybe about narrow because it'll just be one half of you because there's only one side. Right. So it'll be like half, it'll be about as long as you are, but uh, half as, as wide. Everyone's going to want one now. Right. Everybody's going to want You're going to have to do an Etsy. I know. It's going to be an Etsy. And then I may have to do, I have to, may have to make a Glenn Kochi one too. Yeah. Because, <laughs> again. Are you sticking with just drummers and rhythm it, sections? Or will you branch rhythm. out to other? Um, it'll be, uh, well, okay, well, I'll have to do. Long hair, Glenn? Like when um, his hair gets long, it's a good, it's. It's yeah, it's it's very comforting. It's nice. I only know him as short hair Glenn, yeah. so I think I may have to do it from the short hair just because it's my experience. Uh-huh. Um, so if I did that, then I could I would I would have. Um, <laughs> this is stupid. Wait, um, wait, who's 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 the bass player? John. 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 And so it would be John, and I always think Pat. Mm-hmm. Pat would be this good smaller pillow, yeah. but it's actually John. Mm. It's the better mm-hmm. smaller pillow. Yeah. So. Now I have to think of other bands that I because that, that so if after after the original set of the John Worcester, um, Jason Artisy pillows, then we'll go to the Wilco pillows. Then it'll, <laughs> it's good. I'm serious because it's like you need a calming yeah. rhythm section. Would it have a scent? No, no, no but you know what I could do with the. Um, Jason pillows, I could fill it with lavender so you could put it on your eyes. Nice, yeah. <laughs> like after yoga. Yeah. You know, like a nice eye pillow. Um, but it's, uh, I, I, I really think this is a good idea. I'm going to select what kind of, what, what kind of actual construction is going to happen, but I'm going to do this. It's going to be really good. But it, in, in the meantime, let, let me think about having a band, and I think it's a good idea. I mean, You've got to get the band first before you can move on to the pillows. Yeah, or they could be separate from each other. It's, it's not that, you know, it could... It, but it would be fun. I think it would be just be on, like to just be on the road and then, you know, kind of do different shows, like uh, do chose. comedy show shows, chose. comedy shows, yeah. and music shows. I'm gonna beat that joke so far into the ground by the first week of this tour. I think <laughs> it's gonna, it's a good idea. And you you're know? gonna burn that pillow. It's gonna it's gonna be a good. <laughs> it's gonna be it'll be a voodoo pillow by that point. <laughs> Yeah. No, no. <laughs> but it's it's good. Uh, uh, I my band with Mark Hart and um, Michael Jorgensen and um, Eric uh, Eric Paparazzi and Alfeo, and Alfeo is um, chose chose before Bros. Nice. So <laughs> it would fit in with that. Yeah. And with the rest of the of the, of the Wilco boys, it's Wilcho. Wilcho. Yes. Yes. So, but we have a lot of pillow manufacturing. Um, I don't know. Like I just I, I love seeing John everywhere because you're so reassuring and calming and then also all the girls like john so whenever you're yeah. around all the girls are sitting in a circle around it was you. it was really cool yesterday because i was i was part of the time standing on the side of the stage and you were sitting down and john was sitting down behind you and everyone was getting photos mm-hmm. of you guys they were? Mm-hmm. uh yeah, well yeah well maybe you can even address the photo that oh. came out but yeah there were a couple of like um people coming around the official photographers mm-hmm. getting some pictures i think of, of the of the people sort of watching oh. the other bands mm-hmm. uh they got a couple of you and definitely well there, there was something being posted of you right yeah somebody took a picture of me eating out of um this chinese food container oh, with right. chopsticks yeah. and they're like this is this is pretty stereotypical uh, <laughs> it got posted and, and people posted. started getting angry about I know, it right? I, I reposted it because it was i really thought it was funny i retweeted it and so um people were like yeah that's racist i was i thought it was hysterical but it's like a cop eating a donut. 
Exactly, it is. It's so it's so stereotypical, and I, I had my hair up really high and mm-hmm. a high top knot, so it looked even more <laughs> stereotypical. It was really good. But the person didn't do that to post. They didn't post it for that reason. Probably not. No, 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 no. But it, it was interpreted that way. It was. In, it was just. It, I wasn't aware the photo was being taken, but mm-hmm. I, I realized I have to watch my. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I know. Right, all the times to make sure you're not. Yeah. Eating out of a container with chopsticks. It's really, really, really Chinesey, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. But that all your all your your fans have your back. Yeah, but as it, far as like that. But you were just eating. I wasn't you were just starving. Up. I was starving. I was hungry. Did you eat anything yesterday? I had, um, I, I had a. There's an Indian buffet that I eat at, at least three times a week here. Oh, good. Uh, called Guru. Mm-hmm. And um, I that had, is so racist, right? <laughs> <laughs> And um, that's good. It, yes. So I, uh, I ate there with some friends, uh, um, one of whom is, was a uh, six-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. And she, she likes sog paneer. That's, that's my favorite, too. Mm-hmm. So we had, a, we had a lunch. Yummy. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I was really hungry by the time we played. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid I was going to pass out. Mm. But I didn't. Well, you expend so much energy, though. Yeah. Like, you um, were so uh, e- e- electrically active and a- athletic. And, um, you know, when you came out, I, I saw you come out from behind the drum set, and you were so soaked in sweat. It was even more sweat than if you had jumped into a pool yeah. and come, come out. Yeah. You were drenched. You, you brushed by me when you walked off stage. And just, like, your shirt. And it was, I don't think I've ever experienced any, that amount of, like, wet even somebody in a rainstorm or you're sitting in a pool like yeah. just so worked up in in, in sweat it's hot. It's, yeah. hot it's hot up there but you're so healthy <laughs> that you have no weird fucked up chemical smell like people some people in some bands that right. we won't mention right but <laughs> what are they they kind of smell like a bit, corn chips a bit rank yeah like yeah. corn chips corn chips or onions or the unabomber <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> it's a motel smell it's a motel yeah. smell um, but it was very, uh, it was very clean sweat. So you don't okay. have like a, uh, you know, you don't seem to have like that second, like body odor, but I think most drummers don't. Most drummers I think are so physically fit. They don't have that body odor thing. Yeah. Oh, you never smell Keith Moon on a good night. Can you, no. ima- can you imagine it just like con- cognac sweat, <laughs> uh- <laughs> brandy sweat. Oh no. Yeah, I think he was a brandy guy. Yeah. Ooh. An elephant tranquilizer. Elephant friend. tranquilizer. Yes. You ever seen that video yes. of uh, where it was from the Cow Palace and mm-hmm. um, it's vi- it's black and white video of Pete Townsend uh, asking anybody because somebody gave Keith Moon some elephant tranquilizers and he took all of them yeah. and uh, passed out and then Keith, and then Pete Townsend up on stage going, "Can anybody play the drum?" He's so pissed <laughs> yeah. off. That's amazing. And then that fan got to go up and play. He did, yeah. Mm-hmm. An arena full of people. Can you imagine that? That's incredible. That's oh. incredible. But I, I mean, I, I, I could see where, you know, when you do a lot of drugs like that, you just think, I can handle anything, yep. you know, and then you take all of them. You know. Well, you have, some, you have a standard. When you're Keith Moon, uh-huh. that's, what, that's what they said. He, he goes, you know, somebody said, hey, take one of these. And he goes, fucking one. I'm Keith Moon. I'm taking them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like you get so far into drinking and drugs that you can't feel anything and you need more and more to mm-hmm. feel something. And you hate that feeling of like not feeling something. So I understand him. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. But that—that's the—it's the worst possible instrument to play to to have that sort of mm-hmm. addiction mm-hmm. and that that kind of mm-hmm. mindset where you're just—you can't be impaired at all. I mean, the drummer has to, especially you, because what you're doing is actually very complicated. Because you, you, even though it's it's rhythm, there's a lot of like subtleties that you put in in between everything, so that I can hear the difference between the beginning of a song and the end of a song, or that you know, by what you're playing, and um, that's why it's also reassuring to have you on stage. Because I, if I can listen, if I listen to you, it doesn't matter if I can't hear my voice, because I know that I'll jump in right yeah. when it's supposed to. No, that, that's uh, that's that's really great to hear, because that's that's what I look at my role as. Just I, I want to make the person who's out there feel as comfortable as possible and then that they're what do you call it they're held they're supported you're supported yes yeah yeah that's yeah. what um laura balance and i were talking about you and how much she enjoys being in a band with you because she she needed you to be there for her right and that you were so um unfailing and uh 
is steadfast, that's, that's a really great thing. But then I played too loud that I blew her fucking ears out, and that's why she doesn't want to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it is loud, though. It's, it's loud. Like, I was, I didn't, I sensed the difference from the side of the stage, and then from getting in the middle. I'm like, I didn't realize how loud you were playing. Like, I didn't know. But it, it's... It's because it's all behind mm-hmm. here, and then it goes out. I bet it sounds different in the. Crowd. I think in the context of everything, it's it sounds normal, but mm-hmm. because it's somehow it's the loudest thing on stage. And, yeah, yeah. But it's cool. It's cool when you can stand in the middle of it and then, it, but listen to you. Like that's the only thing that I could hear mm-hmm. is is you, because um, uh, Jason and and Bob are like playing. The, the, but I think I was a little bit like right right in front of you so I can hear you the most. Yeah. But it's really it's really wonderful. So when we have our band it'll be really reassuring. I don't think our band will be as loud. No, it can't be. It might be more quiet. I mean I think we could get loud. Right. But um it's, we'll have to see. It's pillow rock. It's pillowy rock. <laughs> but you know, sometimes you have to have a pillow fight. <laughs> but, <laughs> but regardless we'll get out there and, and, and show them how it's done. Yeah, we'll show <laughs> show them who's boss. Right. And <laughs> <laughs> we should ask John about his uh, his wonderful phone case because there's been one name that's come up organically through a lot of these conversations. Morrissey, who um, you know, he's in our spiritual presence. He's like a spiritual specter, like he's in our lives, in a, but sort of looking over, but sort of not really. Yeah. And um, you know, he's uh, he, yeah, he's sort of been here, but not been here. We've been thinking about him. Oh, yeah. I think about every time I look at this phone case. And who gave you that case? Nico Case gave me the case. <laughs> <laughs> and I think she bought, She's on the case. She is. I think she bought it at a show. I, think, I, I believe he, he sold them at his show. That's great. It's great. Yeah. It's I a, love her. It's a great Morrissey phone case. What, what year is that? Is that early 90s? Is that, like, that's is that kind of... That's like classics. That's like... Um, 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 your, arsenal. your Arsenal. Yeah. You're the one for me, Fatty. Yeah, one of my favorites. yeah, that's we, entertainment. Yeah, yep. we hate it when our friends that's become great. successful. <laughs> Mick, Mick Ronson did that record. That's why that's a pretty rocking. Well, he, yeah, he's pretty rocking in general. It's odd that he's like, mm-hmm. and the Smith stuff was pretty. I mean, it was, it was rock, but it was also very Philosophy. floaty too. You yeah. know, and but yeah. his, he, he's he rocks. He rocks. Yeah, he really rocks. Yeah. And we 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 love him. We just want him to come and do the show. Yeah. But um, yeah, Nico Case is awesome. I've actually never met her in person, but I. I talk to her sometimes on Twitter every once and again. Mm-hmm. She's really cool. She is. She's great. And the new record, their new record, The Brill Bruisers, is amazing. Yes. It's so good. It I want you to star in more of their videos. I know, right? The one that I was telling um, Jim about, The Moves, mm-hmm. and he he's excited to see it. But it's such a great video. And you, we were feeling like you have to be in a movie, like an act, like acting. Maybe you could get me a role yeah. in, in the Paul Blart was it called? I don't know. Mall Cop Two. Mall Cop Two. So you you have very you you don't want to just start out acting. You want to be start out at the top. Yes. You want to be in the yeah. best projects. Right? Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. If, if there's like if somebody coming to John and going, do you want to work with uh, Scorsese or do you want to work with uh, Tarantino? No, I want to be in Kevin James's next project. The Yeah. That's good. That would be good. I can see you on a Segway. <laughs> 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 like a Segway cop. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, but I love you in the Moose video because it's like a really like a very decadent rock fable. It's like Ziggy Stardust or something. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very cool. We should say that, that Tom Sharpling wrote and directed that, that it's video. Brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's really brilliant. And it's, it's, it's all, it's, um, it, John plays Carl A.C. Newman and it's all actors playing the parts of people in new pornographers this is really great yeah. it's very funny horatio sands mm-hmm. uh kevin corrigan mm-hmm. um wyatt Senek. yes who else is in it? uh ted leo yeah yeah julie klausner mm-hmm. it's great yeah. it's a lot of great people but the most important john worcester is the star and uh you see his journey through this like rock and roll um not it's it's not a fantasy it's a tragedy actually it's a tragedy. so it's 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 really it's beautiful it's really good. The rise and rise of the new pornographer. Yeah. <laughs> and then you could, like, maybe when we, um, what would be really meta if we had uh, our band and then we forced new pornographers to be us in their, our videos. That would show them, right? <laughs> I'll use that as a second time. 
See, I'm already dry. <laughs> that would really show them. Right? Yeah. You're right. But it's it's great. So I want to see you in movies. Um, okay, what are we going to... We wanted to talk about the um, s- clapping and the pillow and the band and the video. I think that's all. Do you have any other questions? Um, I don't know when we're going to see you again. We Oh, we might see you... Wednesday. Well, Thursday. I may see you Wednesday or Thursday if I... Um, I'm not really fucked up on anesthesia. Right. I, I don't really know exactly what they said that they were going to be heavily medicated. Ooh. So that to me is like, oh, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I don't know. Yeah. So it is, it's pretty intense surgery. So I think uh, we'll see, but I really want to see what's, what you're filming. Yeah. What is it? What, 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 what is the, uh, what is the concept of the video? I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what the concept is. There's a lot of, a lot of us getting sweaty rocking. Good. That's the main that's just the main thing. Yeah. This, is, this is a video for Bob, right? Yes, a, so- a song called um, "The War" yeah. on the on the new record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, it's yeah, it's going to be great. But they're filming in LA, and, and so I want to I want to come see you. So maybe you may if you see like a big uh, just bandage coming at you, then you'll know it's me. Don't be well, scared. The mummy's here. The mummy's here, <laughs> and um, don't be afraid. Okay. Because I'll have some I'll have some pillow drawings by then. I'll be out of the hospital and I can do something. You'll show me those drawings. Yes. Okay. I'll show you the pillow drawings and you'll know it's me. Let's let's shift in it. I almost did. Or were you ignoring it? I didn't. No, no, no. I wasn't ignoring it. I didn't even catch it. I didn't even catch it. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. You could try to slip them by. Yeah. <laughs> but that'll be that'll be um, great to see. I like the 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 um I I I don't know you anymore video too. That was yeah, that was a fun one. It's really cute and that, that funny. Was two, that was a two-day two-day shooter. It's one. so funny, and it's really it's smart to do that. Like it's smart to put like comedy videos out. Yeah. You know, just like what Jason was doing with the sexy elbows and rock. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really it's because it's you guys are friends with comics, mm-hmm. a lot of them, so it just makes sense. You it know, does, yeah. it's really good. So I'm glad that you did that, and I'm glad that you're doing this again, and then we'll, we'll hopefully get to see you. It's, it's good that you do that because you have so many friends and they all show up. They do all show up. <laughs> now you're not listening to anything I'm saying. You're just thinking of puns that you can make. I haven't heard a word you say. I've just been think, just been like. Are you just thinking? Running through. What can I sound alike words? What, what can I? What can I? Row. Um, mm. Throw. Mm. Chow and tail. Throw and tail. Yeah. Cho versus Wade. Yeah. Um, oh, that's that's the album title then. Right yeah. <laughs> And it's you just uh, uh, in a boxing ring with Wade Boggs, <laughs> who, was, who was, I think, a sports person. Yeah, Is good it, idea. Yeah, yeah. Good <laughs> idea. Um, baseball? That's I good. think it's baseball. Baseball? Sounds like a, like a professional fisherman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs. Oh, my palm today. That's a good idea. Yeah. You know, uh, oh, you know who we want to get an interview with, who I think is really interesting? Um, Peter Hughes. Oh, he's great. We've talked to everybody from the Mountain Goats. Peter is very. Peter is the bass player in mm-hmm. the Mountain Goats. Very interesting guy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I like his car. Very body. into cars. Yes, he's a he's a car. But he loves a, a specific. I think he loves a, a specific style of car. He's very into. Um, oh crap! What are they? It's uh Oh, he's gonna kill me that I don't know the name of the car he's into. It's a. Uh, it's not a Volvo. It's a car that I, th- I think has just been terminated. Oh. What's it called? Oh, I don't know. Oh, this is a huge embarrassment. Well, it's um, it seems like it's like a '60s car. Audi? Like, no. Uh, Audis? Not Fiats. They're, they're like no. they seem like '60s vintage cars, from what I yeah, could gather. Yeah. But it seems very um, it's it's very cool. Yeah. It seems very dedicated. And then I have to get the record songs for Peter Hughes. Yes. Oh yeah, it's interesting. He's 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 an interesting guy because he's really into cars, and I, I assume he can fix them and stuff. But he's he's the most dapper guy I know too. Mm-hmm. Well dressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wears a he doesn't wear a cravat, but. But you're quite a beautiful family as well. I saw them. Oh yes. Yeah, yep. they're really lovely. They are. And so I was like, I like how the three of you look on stage. Like you're you're very much you're very similar and very different, each. Yes, we all so, have a diff- little different personalities. They but, could, there could be a set of mountain goats pillows. Yep. You know, if I wanted to go in that direction, but I feel like the rhythm section's idea is more... <laughs> it is. Because you're supported. I think, yeah, because yeah. it's important. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it just feels right. If you had a front person pillow, mm. they'd be hogging your thing. That's right. Yeah, yeah so you need to have... Um, you need to have that space for that. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, well, I really think that we should have a band. I think that was, that would be ideal. You know, you do you, when you think about bands, do you think about bands that you want to join, or how do you how did? Because I think it's because you're so talented. That's why you're so many bands. But how do you? How does that happen? How do they work it out with all the different schedules and stuff? Well, it's funny. We, we really uh, dodged a, a potential cluster fuck with the Mountain Goats and Bob Mold this year because mm-hmm. we we recorded Bob's Bob's record uh, in October of last year, and then maybe two weeks later we did a Mountain Goats record, and they were both scheduled to come around around the same time in the spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this year, and John Darnell um, wrote a novel, and the novel, mm-hmm. novel comes out, I think, next month. Yes. And he decided he didn't want to put an album out and mm-hmm. the novel in the same year because mm-hmm. you know, it takes so much effort to promote the, yeah. the books and stuff. Yeah, so, of so that that worked out great, where a potential That's big cl- uh, conflict was uh, averted. But uh, it's usually just letting everybody know in. In advance. In, in advance. It, mm-hmm. It'd almost be like a custody battle, like Kramer versus Kramer. Oh, with like, you know, I, I, I want John uh, one weekend a month, yeah. uh, sort of thing like that. I don't know? want John at all. <laughs> some people, some of them say. <laughs> no. But then, um, so then I would have to plan an event. Well, I, I would have to pretty much plan an advance anyway to yeah. fit music into my life. Mm-hmm. So... We could work this out. I mean, we could just visualize it, think about it. We have to think about a name also. Oh, The Chosen. The Chosen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. I'll accept that. I'll take that. <laughs> and then, um, but yeah, Bob Mould's, I think I told you, Bob Mould's idea was to have the separate dolls of you as like a John Worcester Mountain Goats, John Worcester mm-hmm. um, Bob Mould Band, mm-hmm. John Worcester Split Single, John Worcester Super Chunk, and then John Worcester Radio Broadcaster dolls nice so that would maybe entail like it was like a paper doll okay thing. i think we talked about we this did, yeah. yes so um that was his take on it but i feel like really we've just we've got to make it plush we've got to make you know paper is fine mm-hmm. you want to nuzzle it but you know i need something that i can hang on to mm-hmm. you know at night mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it and it, it would be so popular amongst all the girls because then, you know, all the girls would get one, and it'd be so nice. You know what would be pain, though? Carrying them from gig to gig. Because it takes up a lot of space. Yeah, true. Maybe it, better be, maybe it should be inflatable. That's what I was thinking. You, you pump them up. Pump. That's a little harder, though. I don't know how to do any of the latex arts. Really? So, yeah. Oh. So when, I, I, don't, I, I don't know how to sew latex. I, don't, I can sew leather. Um, I can sew suede. I can sew vinyl. I can sew, sew a lot of things. But, um, yeah, latex is a really weird kind of... So yeah. I don't know about blowing up. Well, I'll think about it. Yeah. I have to go back to the, the drawing room. So I think that, I think we, first of all, this conversation is m- much weighed heavily on John's side. Jason has no ability to rebut any of this. I, I think we just had two different takes on it. I think he, I think he <laughs> thought I was sleep clapping and, and I was, I, I was fully conscious clapping to, to uh, guide him in, in the in the direction of not snoring. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, we should maybe we should Skype with Jason and to play him some of this interview. Yeah, al- allow him like a final like. Um, yeah, a final. Just because it's it's to, unfair. Like, yeah, it's unfair to go all through all this time with you and then we had what ten minutes with him. Five or minutes? even even a written statement yeah. back. And he, he, I think he'd had a couple of drinks too. So. Yeah. So we'll need um, we'll need a little bit of time, and then we're going to play some of this for him, and then we'll have a we'll get a telegram or something. What if this has turned into the biggest like like thing between the two? Yeah, the, the, the big divide. Yeah, between yeah. and it was obvious. Like every time we played together, like you could just sense it from the audience. <laughs> Ooh, the, the the audience is just clapping. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's so funny. That you know, you never know. That's so great. I don't think that's all. I think that's good. That's good. What? Um, yeah, we have to. We have to get a rebuttal from him, though. Okay. Yeah, but I, I, it's not really a big issue. No. I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to cause a huge rift. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. The end. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you guys for. Ha- it's always good to catch up. It is always yeah. good. It's always good. Yeah. I feel like we, we we should do the business, but it's like. 
We don't yeah. have any of it from Jason. What's the business? We, oh, we well, just you, like everybody's Twitter, Twitter but we'll Facebook. probably do wraparounds. We're going to do wraparounds like for that, this. But just give us your anyway where you want because you you post great um, tweets and everything. So funny. Uh, Twitter is at John Worster, J O N W U R S T E R. I think it's the same for Instagram. Mm-hmm. Facebook. Mm-hmm. This is my name. I saw some <laughs> cute, same name. I saw cute <laughs> pictures of you on Instagram, Mary Timoney's Instagram. Oh, really? Cute. Oh, See, all the girls love John Worcester. She's a cutie. She's such a dreamboat. Like, and it was so cute because yesterday, like, when X-Hex were performing, I could see, like, Teenage Fan Club coming to the side of the mm-hmm. stage, and they're just all, like, oh, looking. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute. It is cute. It is cute. Because there's this feeling, like, I think um, people have this image of, like, rock stars as, like, you're always, like, um, gonna have it's not it, it's not lonely that you're always gonna like have a great like romantic time or whatever mm-hmm. but really it's very solitary so it's hard to connect with people yeah. and then you can sort of see like oh long time crushes when you go to these big festivals mm-hmm. like I could see that in people and I'm like oh you could see who's standing on the side of the mm-hmm. stage and what they're doing oh yeah yeah like with um, Teenage Fan Club that, that was a band that Super Chunk toured with mm-hmm. right when I joined, so that was like '92, early '92 or so, when when their Bandwagon S record came out, and um, so it was you know I, I go like massive amounts of time without seeing them play, and every time I do see them play after like ten years or so, it's it, yeah, it's it's almost like emotional. You see, mm-hmm. you, you know, because it's these songs that were such a big part of your life when you were younger, and and they still hold up, and yeah, yeah, they're great. So that was great. They're really great. I loved seeing them and we we talked to them a lot today too um and a little last night that they're just they're so gentle Mm -hmm. and and kind and it's a little hard to understand them (laughs) when they're talking i really have to listen especially the one with the the tall one is it raymond raymond is my hero yeah he's he's like the great secret secret uh weapon in rock he's their lead guitar player but Mm -hmm. he's he's like a He's a quiet guy. Yeah. They're, they're good fellows from Scotland. Although, did you see that picture of them backstage all digging into a plate of haggis? It was so racist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, were so, um, they were so great yesterday. And then, but we, went, we were talking to Raymond last, late last night um, about a bootleg that we wanted to see if they were released. It was Alex, Alex Chilton singing um, Alcoholiday, and they're backing oh, him up. And they have a they have it on tape, and then Raymond was saying that they have to bake the tape, and then do something for, before. And then he's like, "Oh, I got a lot to do. I've got my shit together. I can't even do the accent. It's really hard." <laughs> yeah. We really had to listen to hear him talk because it's very thick. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, but they're they're darling, darling, darling lads. Darling, and um, I I my regret this weekend that we didn't, we didn't get to see Super Chunk. Oh, you didn't? Oh. That was the one band we didn't okay. get to see. Yeah, well, you guys played Thursday, right? We, did. We, we got in on Friday. Okay. So. We're playing a couple of shows. We, uh, we showed up late. Oh, good. You what? We showed up late. You did show up late. But we will show up to the ones in LA. Great. Wait, when are you going to play LA? I'm not exactly sure. It's in August. I'll, okay. I'll figure it out. I'll send you. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, we'll come. Because I got it. Yeah. Okay. We'll come. Hopefully, my bandage will be off. I think. It's on that long for that? I don't think it's that yeah. long. But I, you know, I'm, I'm like, I like, to, they, I, I never have anything like that. So to me, it's like an exciting, very glamorous thing yeah. <laughs> to get done. I, and I was reading John, John Darnielle's book um, when I was doing my pre-op mm-hmm. stuff in the hospital. And a lot of it happens in a hospital. Oh. So it's really, it's a really good book. I bet. It's yeah. really, it's, it's deep. It's really intense. And it's really, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, uh, but it was so it was weird to read it in the hospital because it, it, you know the the energy of the sick people around and everything you, and the, the the way the book is is very there's a lot about it that the way the language is is very isolating mm-hmm. and um, so it's really cool but uh, yeah I'll I'll have the bandages off and I'll come see you. Okay, sounds good. I will show up. Okay. I think that's the end of the show. All right. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks everyone. Chalk to you later. Oh, that's terrible. Chalk. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't. Sh- next time, you can. Why don't you send us a telegram of it later? Okay. okay. <laughs> you can you can send it in later, and we'll uh, yeah we'll add it. Okay, sounds good. We'll loop it in. and We'll ADR it later. Perfect. Yeah. So after we heard John's take on the clapping in the middle of the night 
story. We wanted to get Jason's take on it because you can't just have if you can't if you can't just take a drummer's word about what happened. You need the entire rhythm section's word on what happened. So we had to actually go back and speak to Jason again about it. Here's Jason Nardisi. The questions, because we talked to you the other night about... We're here with Jason Nardisi yeah. again. And uh, this is the follow-up, because this has sort of been back and forth between your story, and then we got John's side of the story. Right. So we're back to you so that you get... Uh, well, maybe the last word. I don't know. <laughs> Unless then we have to just Unless keep... I set him up again. I know. It'll be infinity. Then we're going to have to track down John to get that. But you told us a great story about being in Sydney. Yeah. One of the few times you had to share a hotel room. Right. With, well, it's, it's, I wouldn't say few, but yeah, sometimes we have to share. You said he was clapping in his sleep. Yeah. I, I let him know in the morning that he was clapping in his sleep. And he said, yeah, I know. And I said, oh, so it woke you up too. <laughs> he said, no, I was clapping because you were snoring. And that was his method of letting you know. Yeah, I, I used to be in his band Telekinesis, and the, the guitarist Cody would pick up the, the radio and slam it down. <laughs> Everybody has their techniques, I guess. I I'm not that bad, actually, but every once in a while I snore. Maybe it's just that it's just at that moment of like you know being on tour, and you're yeah. like, I need every drop of right. sleep I can get, yeah. and, and even the smallest bit of it. So we, we, we went to John, and uh, we said that we t basically told him that version of the story. And he yeah. said, oh, yeah, it's absolutely true. Yeah. And he said, um, I was trying to wake him up, but um, he said that it happened so much <laughs> oh, no. that you probably have never been aware of it except for that moment. Like, that was the one moment you, you, know, you sort of woke up mo long enough to know that it had happened and still remember it. Yeah. But he says it's happened quite a lot. <laughs> oh, no, now I feel terrible. <laughs> Now, now I feel like we're, now we're like we've fractured the relationship between you yeah. guys too. Well, I'll tell you what. Something that he doesn't know is that I don't wake him up when he starts sleep talking. Oh yeah, yeah. he goes on these long rants about people who whistle. He goes on long rants about uh, slow walking people. And just these are things that really bug him in life, and he'll just start. It's like a monologue at night about. But, but those while he's asleep. While he's sleeping, yeah. And are they like random, like unconnected sort of things? Or are they No, it's really very understandable, which is why I don't mind listening. <laughs> listening in. So are you saying that he makes more sense when he's asleep? No, no. <laughs> but it's well thought out. That's amazing. Because you know what? Most people, when they sort of say something in their sleep, it's a bit disjointed. And right. you can't really, you know, you might ask him, well, what's this about? What you, right. Why did you say, you know, waffle maker? And uh, what well, I'm okay because I'm looking at a waffle maker. We're in the, uh, we're, we're in, that has some logic to it because I'm looking right. at a waffle maker right. in this hotel where we are. Well, that's in the lobby. That's but, where um, we do our talks, is near waffle makers. Yeah, that's yeah. where most of our shows sort of take place. <laughs> that's you know that's the, that's the new future of uh, who needs a studio when you've got a small kitchen area in a hotel with a waffle maker. Yeah, but he has fully formed rants. I might be making that up. I might be making that up. Yeah. I think I think I think I think it's a good uh, story to have out there, though. It's it could start something else. You convinced me, <laughs> but I'm pretty gullible because all okay. you guys, you know, I love all you guys, and it's like, well, we oh, have yeah, we yeah. also. I mean, we also have stories that are amazing. So it's yeah. Um, I, I think that's really funny though that that's happened a lot, and I only noticed that one time. Well, you know, when you're asleep, um, it's just I know I know sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night and. I'm sort of conscious of it then, but I really don't remember it the next day. Yeah. So. Um, well, it's like dreams. Yeah. 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 Sort of that waking period. How you wake up determines what you're going to remember. Yeah, yeah. Maybe so. But yeah. yeah. It's just maybe you've gotten the good sleep most of the time. And maybe had you guys just gotten to Australia? Well, that whole trip, we've been there a couple of times, but that specific one, we never adjusted because we were only there maybe 10 or 11 days, but at the last two days were in Perth, which as you know, is like yeah. another three hour time change. Yes, exactly. It's horrible. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it was really difficult actually. Yeah. I don't think people realize like when people don't realize the, the geography of Australia, it's, it's like the, it's like the U S it's as big as the U S yeah. basically. So if you with go much you, fewer most, people, much fewer people, it's yeah. like with the, with the, um, it's with the population of this hotel. Right. That's why Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, somebody told me the distance between Perth and the next major city, with there being nothing but desert in between, is Los Angeles to New Orleans. 
Oh, wow. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, probably to um, Adelaide. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wouldn't that be bad if I don't know my own job? <laughs> I've only been my own twice. country. But it is way out there. And most people don't even go all the way to Perth. So, yeah, you're right. kind of wrecked when you get to Sydney or Brisbane or Melbourne yes. and then to go to, because you guys are playing shows. Well, we went again night. later yeah. in the year and we didn't do Perth and it was much easier. Yeah. And we had earlier shows. That helped a lot too. Yeah. 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 So your, your sleep, your whole sleep pattern was probably I way off. I think we were off. both way off. Yeah. 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 So, and you just, so, but you just thought, so, you, so you'd never been aware of him clapping. Well, I just work so much harder than John does that I probably sleep heavier. <laughs> You, you've earned it more. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. composing rants. I mean, to stand there and sing with Bob is takes a lot of energy. Yeah, no, it does. <laughs> John is the you can just see it in the shows. He's just working so hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, swinging those arms and yes, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's your rebuttal to to John. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's really not that big of a it's not that big of an issue. I think we all have. I think we can all still be friends. Sleep. Yeah, 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 I think it'll be good. Yeah. All right. And the the other part is Margaret has talked about she wants to make pillows. Oh, right. And I'm not I'm not I'm not sure about I'm not sure what the story is on the pillows, but yeah. like, she wants a long John <laughs> pillow. Uh, <laughs> to walk the plank. You said it. I said um, it. Yeah. Uh, that would be the least um, uh, salacious thing said on this show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> this show gets pretty, pretty yeah. in there. But um, I think she wants to bring back the whole idea of of, of the pillows of the and but particularly the rhythm sections, bass and rhythm and, and section guys, pillow, pillows, uh, couples or what? What would it be? How would it be packaged? Duo, the rhythm du- section yeah, the, duo, the rhythm, the rhythm section duos. Yeah. So it would be it would be you and John. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 and then uh, Glenn Cochie and John Stewart. Right. That'll be the next one she's going to work on. Similar uh, height differences. Yeah, maybe. Glenn's so that's tall. John's right. tall. John and I, John Stewart and I are not tall. Uh, similarly slender. You know, she might want to look for a, a beefier rhythm section to just kind of like make it a little bit softer. Yeah. cushion on either side but yeah. uh we're pretty bony that's those are two bony uh rhythm sections yeah right yeah, there. yeah 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 who, who do you think would who do you think would, would uh, satisfy her more for, well, for, her, for her sleep well doesn't prince have a pretty pretty large drummer oh, i bet i bet so yeah i yeah. wonder if his bassist is large probably but as long as you got one bigger one yeah that's gonna that's, do, that's the gonna ones, help that's out yeah maybe on your back to kind of like <laughs> leave some support some lumbar I figure that one is like that, that sort of that, that, that um, armchair looking one where it's got the arms <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you kind of just lay back right. into it. It's almost like a watching TV in bed type pillow. The sticks could even just like little pillow sticks just, coming out of it. Yeah. Just sit in those little arms. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Well, I think, uh, I think this is, uh, I think the, her, you've, you've taken her idea and put it in a whole new A direction. drummer snuggle. It's a drummer <laughs> snuggle. A drummer snuggle. But basically that's it. It's Margaret's rock snuggies. Yeah. Margaret's Rock Snuggle. I think that's going to be perfect. I, I think the patent will go through very quickly. <laughs> All right. We well, certainly approve. Uh, I don't, unless you have anything else to add? No, this has been great. It's so nice to run into you guys. Yeah, it's uh, been brilliant. With both Merge Fest and this. Yes, this is, uh, this is almost as, as, <laughs> as auspicious an occasion. I came to your neighborhood. I know. You, <laughs> I, this was the easiest travel to get to for, you, for that, in, in the luxurious surroundings of where we are. And that was Jason Nardisi. And um, you can uh, reach Jason on Twitter at Split Single Band. Is that his Twitter handle? Split I think it's at Split Single Band. At Split Single Band. And um, you could also uh, look up John Worcester, at John Worcester. Um, they're both really hilarious, and, and they are really good to follow because um, they're, they're super funny on Facebook and also on Twitter. They're really great. You can reach me at Margaret Cho. Uh, you can reach both of us at Monsters of Talk. Where can they reach you? At Jimmy Shelter. Um, you can subscribe on iTunes. You can, um, but li- usually you can listen to us on Mondays on SoundCloud. But, um, you know, we would really appreciate a review. If you would write a review, that would help us get more listeners. Get on the iTunes and give us a rating and a review and just tell us how much you love the show. Yeah, because, I mean, it's like such a good show. Um, people should be listening. And then you can also... Uh, Watch us on our videos on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Monsters of Talk. Which is really, really cool. And um, 
Yeah, we got we got actually some cool video of Jason uh, and John and Bob Mould. So go back yeah. and look at those. There. There's a lot of great videos of those guys. Um, and, and, um, and other people as well. All sorts all of, kinds people. of cool people. Really and, and, fun. And when can we expect to have the uh, John and Jason pillows in the stores? And then the Glenn and, and John Stewart uh, I know. Wilco pillows. Now that we have um, made the prototype for the... Uh, <laughs> They'll be John coming. Worcester They'll be coming, right? And Jason Nardisi pillows. We do have to make the second edition, which is the Glenn Coachy John Stewart pillows, because I could use the same patterns. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> we just need the different uh, pictures. We'll say they both have the same kind of body type, rhythm uh, section. But you, you know who really needs a pillow? Yeah, and who has a pillow? Michael Michael Jorgensen because he uses it on the actual keyboards. He plays it. He's such a good player. We were watching, and and we've talked about this in a previous episode. But he pulls out a, a pillow and and actually plays. Appears to be like cleaning the keyboard, which I've never seen before. Which is so weird. It looks like it's cleaning it, but it's not cleaning it's not. it. It just adds to the sound. It but, just adds um, to the sound, and um, he's a madman. He's great. In fact, when when Michael came and played with you at the Will Turn in mm-hmm. Los Angeles, I asked him. I said, "Did you bring the pillow?" Ah. He said, "No, that's in Chicago. That's at the loft. That, I yeah. think that's property of the loft." Property of the loft. We didn't get a pillow, but you know, I think we didn't need it that day. No, no. But um, some songs require pillows. Um, Michael Jorgensen's certain songs require a pillow. He's a genius. Uh, Well, we love our listeners, and thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.